When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Good morning, guys. That's it. You know. Oh, basketball gods, you're giving it to me. Yeah. You're giving it to me. I got, I got one piece down. I want to see the other piece come through tonight. Ah, you don't have to worry. Give I me. need Warrior Celtics. Sorry, Heat fans. I need Warrior Celtics in the NBA Finals. Jimmy Mets. Butler's banged up. Tyler Hero's banged up. Kyle You're good. Lowry's banged yeah, up. Yeah, Kyle Lowry. That's a huge one, which means Bam Adebayo's not going to be as effective as he might otherwise be. It is setting itself up for that. It is. It does look like. I think, I think you have nothing to worry about. I, I, I think that's the case. Steph Curry won Magic Johnson uh, Western Conference Finals player of Keith, the series. Keith, stop messing right? with your papers. What are you doing? How many pieces of paper do you have? Oh, you can hear that? <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> well, I had to make sure, you know, sometimes, sometimes they, you know, yeah. come out what messed up. So I had to make sure that the paperwork was right. And, you know, you always got to make sure the paperwork is right. What do we say on those contracts? Compensation. Scroll to that on the paperwork. So stupid, man. <laughs> First thing, Max loves that. He's big. You had to see him. His ears moved. I mean, he's smiling. He and I were talking about whenever we get contracts for a deal, Max, you get a contract, right? First thing people do is like, mm-hmm, okay. That's a lot of small print. Mm-hmm, yep. Page three, compensation. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Compensation. compensation. You don't look at anything else. Compensation, huh? When it's paid, <laughs> how, how it's paid. Max goes right there. He doesn't even look at page one. Same two, thing. Three. Net thirty. Same oh, thing in the NFL it. when you hear about a contract. There's a, this many over this many years. What's the guarantee? What's the guarantee? <laughs> what is the guarantee? You don't look at anything. Worth up to else. eleven billion dollars. What's the guarantee? It's four bucks guaranteed. <laughs> I've got four dollars coming to it. Force majeure. What is that? I didn't read that in the print. What the hell? Exactly right. Exactly. So like, oh, girl, girl, take my money girl, from take me. Take my money. Steph mm-hmm. Curry did something Magic Johnson never even did. That's when the Magic Johnson Western Conference Finals player. <laughs> oh, my God. Was, if Magic was, was so great, why say. didn't he ever win that award? <laughs> why didn't he win his own award? <laughs> hey, yo! <laughs> I mean, so. Okay, well, so what's here. Your, just come on. What's your, g- give it this, to this, us, Jay. This, this give is, it to us. Key, hear me on this one. Here's my hot take of the morning. I, I firmly believe this last night when it happened. This is going to be the most important NBA Finals of Steph Curry's career. So, what? yes, hear me, Key. And as, as, as Yowling, Alan Yates said this morning, this is his Heisman moment coming up. So, the first Finals he got 2015, you talk about Kevin Love missed the entire series for a dislocated shoulder. Kyrie Irving missed five games because of his injury. He got it, right? Significant one. He got it. First championship. The next two he got... Kevin Durant, NBA Finals MVP. Now, this Finals going into it, if they go against the Boston Celtics, you're going against another guard, defensive player of the year, and Marcus Smart, even if he is hobbled. Metrically, 
This is the best defensive team that they will ever see in the NBA Finals. I mean, think about what the, the, the Celtics represent. First, offensive uh, defensive ratings. First, an opponent's points per game. First, an opponent's field goal percentage. They switch everything. You have rim protectors in Robert Williams, secondary rim protectors in Al Horford. You have interchangeable pieces in Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown. They are a matchup nightmare defensively, and they're physical. If Steph can get this team after winning Western Conference Finals MVP, the Magic Johnson Award, if he can get this team over the hump, I think this takes his legacy to a completely different stratosphere. So you already set the table for the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors I'm setting in it. the NBA Finals. I'm putting out all the silverware, Key. Yeah. I got okay, the wine I, glasses out. I got the napkins. They're folded. Jay, this is what no, I'm it's st- fine. I, I get it. I just, I just asked that question. I, look, I, I get that we want to create this legacy for Steph Curry and what it would mean for him. Obviously, if he wins the MVP, that's just another – piece of hardware that goes up now you solidify him in a different position you move him from where he's at now I understand how you went through the timeline of his first championship in 2015 and then we talked about the two obviously with Kevin Durant on there but as a whole though man I just look at it differently the oh, man yeah. changed the game completely. oh no 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 yeah. um I'm not diminishing you know, that though kid. no I didn't say it has nothing to do with diminishing anything Jay I never used the word diminish I just think that we put a lot of stock in this situation with Steph Curry because he hasn't accomplished certain things throughout his career. But I look at it and say, if he never accomplished that, if he goes on and wins his fourth championship and he doesn't become the MVP and he all of a sudden only averages 15, 16 points a game against Marcus Smart, let's say, in the Boston Celtics, that that does does that diminish? Now I use the word diminish. His legacy is does it stop for where Steph it's Curry not an is? Issue of diminished though, guys. It's an issue of like we're trying to hit a moving target. He's writing his own script. Athletes write their own scripts, and of course, circumstance greatly influences it. But it's not an issue of diminish. It's an issue of are you going to enhance it beyond what it already is? Right, Jay. I think you bring up a point that I've been focused on, and oh, you're hating on Steph. It's not that. 2015, they went six games, and I, and I think it was pretty clear if Kyrie and Kevin Love hadn't have been hurt given the fact that it went six games, Cavs were going to win that. Like, LeBron was by far the best player in that series. And what we gloss over is the next year they lost, and they choked in game seven at home, fourth quarter, right? Like, that, that, that's a big thing to do. Now they get Kevin Durant. Well, of course you're going to win with, if you add KD to that team. They haven't won since then. So I, I agree Steph has a chance right now to do what he really hasn't done in the past, which is prove that without KD on the team, they are the best team in basketball, right? Now, if he, in addition to that, has a great series, wins finals MVP, he's done something he hasn't – key, he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, That's but you glossed right over – you're talking about Jay glossed over some. You talk about choke in game seven – Dude, they wouldn't even been in a game seven if, they, if Draymond's situation didn't happen. And if he doesn't hurt his ankle, they wouldn't have been in a game okay, seven. But the, but regardless if LeBron James was the that's best a, player. That's accurate. It, the, the, excuse me, Jay? No, I say you're accurate. Right, but yeah, then, and but regardless, could, if, regardless if LeBron James was LeBron James, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and Magic Johnson rolled into one, they was kicking their butt to all that start happening. Except that once you shake it all out, here you are in the fourth quarter of game seven, 
at home, trying to be a 73-win team, winningest team of all time. You don't score a single point in the last 430, right? Like, however you got there, and those are legitimate points. I mean, Draymond, LeBron goaded him into that ejection. But Steph rolling his ankle, that's real. That's real. And he was clearly not his best self. But however you got there, there you are, 430 left in the fourth quarter at home, game seven. You didn't score a point. I'm just saying, like, you know, all this talk around Matthew Dellavedova and the job he did, like, this is Marcus Smart now. Yeah. So it, 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 there's levels to this. As we've talked about, like guys like Max Struess and Gabe Vincent, like there are levels to this with Marcus Smart. So for me, I, Key, I, I'm with you. I don't worry as much about finals MVP, but I do know that defensively as a unit, we're talking about team basketball. This is the best team defensively that the Warriors will face in the NBA finals if the Boston Celtics get there, which I think they will. Even the finals yeah. MVP thing is legit if you want to say, look, one part of Steph's greatness is, go ahead, focus on him. He'll make sure other guys get touches. He's, uh, he's not ego-driven in that way. That's legit. I'm not going to push back against that. Yeah, but, but what will happen, in. though, Max, is if he, if he plays that way, which is the right way to play, Jay, all of a sudden he comes out of this thing without the MVP trophy. The guy in the studio right there with the plaid shirt on will certainly say, well, he didn't win yeah, an MVP. I, I won't let that happen. Maybe not, right, on Monday, right, right. I, maybe not on Monday, but by Wednesday, you know it'll slip in that, there. Because key is that <laughs> if Clay plays like he did last night yeah. and he hits fire, he may get he may get Finals MVP. He may like get, or, or you look up different. and Wiggins played the way he played a couple games ago. He may wind up being the MVP. You just don't know. And it's if, not. It's not. It's not set up in sports for guys to be the MVPs, even though they're the best player on their team. Yeah. When you win an MVP in a, in a championship situation, that's at that moment. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that you look at football, for instance, Cooper Cup. Doesn't mean that Aaron Donald didn't deserve the MVP, but Cooper Cup hit a few plays at the right time, so therefore he becomes the MVP when OBJ looked like he was on his way to becoming the MVP. Yeah. Problem you know, in MJ baseball for basketball, because he six for six, six finals MVPs. That's the problem. That's became the standard. And now you're not guys aren't wrong. I hear what you're saying. Jay, you on your way to court or you look like you're going to first take uh, third take today. Oh, okay. third take. On your way five to court. hours from now. Well, he's all dressed up <laughs> <laughs> five hours from now. I'm just getting ready. Clay Thompson was in the zone, guys. He dropped 32 last night. Get in the zone is brought to you by AutoZone. Get in the zone, AutoZone. One player in these playoffs has been compared to LeBron James. Can I tell you why that was premature? Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. 
So, Key J, you know, while I was uh, down for the count with that flu, whatever the hell I had, Jeez. you guys, I saw, I, saw, I saw some stuff going viral. Uh, yeah. Key, take it away. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it happened. I was uh, guarding Jay at Duke uh, a couple days ago. In Mistake number one. Happened to, uh, you know, they had a leak in the roof. <laughs> and by them having a leak in the roof, I stepped on some water and I slipped. Yeah, we and were so playing American Airlines for the Dallas there was Mavericks. A, there's the a, uh, when I slipped, there was a certain guy who worked with us that was videotaping it, mm. and he put it yeah. out on the social media, and everybody kind of just took it and ran with it, and, you know, we're in trouble, Jay. You see, Key, that, that's... It was that, pretty interesting, yeah, though. Yeah, that's, that's the move, though. That, that's the, the thing to talk about. It wasn't about the move. It wasn't about the, you know, the behind-the-back step-back, because that was in a private session. We were training. We were getting ready for our two-on-two match. It was about we got, we got Miami Dolphined. That's what we did. Hmm. You know the social media guy that hmm. put out the clip of Tyreek Hill catching the underthrown pass by Tua? That, that's what happened here. We got, sa- we got self-sabotaged why, by our own production staff. Why are we but, looking at it that way, though, that, that Key's not going to have to defend Jay Will? I'm not looking at it like Key can't stay in front of Jay Will, two-time player of the year. I'm looking at it like... He can't do it. Barton Honey could have stayed in front of Jay Will. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not even looking at it from that point. It's all about the trending on social media going viral. It, I got, you know how many phone calls I got yesterday? And, like, oh, man, that can't be real. There's no way. I'm at my daughter's graduation. Ooh, and the first thing people saying is they're like, oh, man, that's not real. There's no way that that's real. Can't possibly be. You know, I'm like, yeah, switching bait. We we trying to we trying to fool them a little bit, you know. Hit him with that okie doke. That's what I'm, I'm trying to. And, and Max, I'm telling you right now, Key was out there palming the ball like Michael mm-hmm. Jordan, mm-hmm. holding. He got the Michael Jordan calves. He was doing the reverse <laughs> pivot. <laughs> so I mean, it just. But Key, you know, you know how some dudes get on the court and it don't look right. It don't Key look right. Looked it right. Looked it looked right. Yeah. I was like, okay, he we good here. He's the ball like Michael Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I look good getting off the bus. Boy, I'm telling you. Getting off the bus, that's, that's half the shooting match can't right there. Play, can't, and everything. can't play dead in a cowboy movie. <laughs> <laughs> now, Max, Jay, you think here's you're a real question. Be, yeah. Hold on, Pat. Okay. Yeah. Have you been working on your damn free throws? Because we need to get the ball. Day, I need day you before, know, I'm going to put no, up some free throws. No, no, yeah. day before. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Max, I hadn't touched the basketball in six and a half, seven years. Key, that, was the looks, first time, that was the first time I touched the basketball, and if I'm lying, I'm dying. Key, I've done stunts where they say, hey, just dribble the ball, and right-handed, I had to do cone drill. I had to look at my hand, still lost the oh, dribble. God, Don't even know. I get it. Chance. We're not getting the ball. Back in 10 seconds. Damn it. G-Sean, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest 
with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. The embers of the dynasty still glowing. Golden State headed to the NBA Finals. The fact me, Clay, Draymond from 2015 to now... You know, six out of eight years having a chance to compete for, you know, a championship. Out to play for three. I felt amazing. I should have had like ten. I left some on the board, but whatever. I mean, I'm just grateful, man. This is unbelievable. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Guys, Luka Doncic has been compared to uh, a lot of players. Nope. Not anymore. I heard a lot of magic and bird and always, you know, and like I could see some of that, but I see a lot of James Harden too. But because of his age, he's also compared to somebody else because of how good he was at what age, right? Yep. It's time for Straight Talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We're going to get that in, to that in a second. Here is Luka Doncic, Mavs point guard, on what he could learn from that game six loss. I think this year we made a huge, huge step, uh, maybe a couple steps. And, you know, I think we're on a great way. Uh, obviously, there's a lot of things to do. But I think we, like I say, you know, we made a huge step. And I think we're on a great, great path. Yeah, it's game five loss. I don't know. It was six. I gave him an extra game. It happens. Game five loss. Yeah. It happens. What do you think, Jay? So, <sighs> Key, I, I'm done with even putting Luca's name in the same breath, comparison-wise, similarity-wise to LeBron, out of sheer respect for one of the greatest players we've ever seen to play the game of basketball now. And there are attributes of Luka's game that are similar to Bron, right? Now, I can recognize that because offensively, Luka has a chance to be one of this game's greatest we've seen. He, he really does. But key, when we, when we, when we do that, Right when you talk about some of the, like, one of the ways that you know Lucas game reminds you of LeBron, I, I think it starts to in people's eyes and in my eyes now diminish the greatness of LeBron because when I watch Luca on the court, and defensively, Patrick Beverly came on our show and talked about CP3 is like the cone drill. Like last night, man, like you're watching Luca and you're like you're giving so much effort on the offensive end, you don't give that same type of tenacity or draw a line in the sand on the defensive end and dudes are blowing by you and you're not making effort to get back in defensive transition. And those are problems for me because when I watch LeBron and then when you compare that to LeBron, yo, LeBron gives you effort. LeBron is an elite, elite, elite level athlete. That is not Luca. LeBron gives you energy and draws a line in the sand defensively and goes after people, attacks people. And I think, it is still very young in Luca's career, but LeBron had all that. And for Luca to go next level, for him to have his name in the conversation with the greats, the LeBrons, the Giannis's, he really needs to find that extra gear. And frankly, Key, I think that starts with conditioning for him. Now, you can make the claim that his body may never change, but for him conditioning-wise, like getting to that next level where he can give you effort on both sides of the ball – it has to be it for Luca. It has to be. See, I don't look at it as conditioning. I look at it as effort. He well, doesn't that's conditioning, the, too, He doesn't give the effort 
on the defensive end of the of the floor. In in terms of comparing LeBron, I had somebody yesterday tell me that you know an NBA player that was very successful in the NBA tell me that one of the problems was that the NBA in the NBA circle wanted to crown him as the next so bad that they reached too far ahead instead of letting it naturally come to be the guy as LeBron starts to segue out. You know, a year ago, who's the next guy? Oh, could he be the face of the league? Could Ball be the face of the league? Could Trey Young be the face of the league? Now, all of a sudden, you're looking at Jason Tatum all of a sudden because naturally, over a period of time, his progression has continued to grow. So now you're looking at it differently where Luka's situation was almost like the NBA, the NBA circle was trying to force it. And now that it didn't happen, he didn't get to this championship. Now everybody wants to take it away from him, which, in my opinion, is, you know, kind of the media and the NBA's fault of trying to compare and make him something that he probably wasn't to begin with. Luka's a very good player. Like you said, one of the top offensive players probably in the history of the game when it's all said and done. But there's more to it than just that when you start talking about the great players of the NBA. When you talk about Magic or you talk about Bird or you talk about Jordan or you talk about LeBron, so to speak, you talk about their offense, but everything else that you mentioned, the tenacity on the defensive side of the ball, the hustle, the effort, the leadership, making everybody else around them better, all of those sort of things. And right now, Luka's not at that stage in his career, but so badly the NBA circle wanted it to be that way. And now that it hasn't happened this year, people are willing to take that away from him. Straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. I mean, it is to Luka's credit that the guy who's probably the best comparison at this point is James Harden. When people are like, oh, slow down. You ain't there yet. You're more like James Harden. That means you're very, very, very good, right? On the other hand, Jay, there's no two ways about it. If, if you're not playing defense, you're, not, you're, 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 a, you're a liability on that side of the court. That detracts from what you're doing on the offensive side. There's no two ways about it, right? Like you can't be compared to the very greatest who ever did it yet if you're not putting effort in on that side. And my thing is, I know what Luka is bringing to the table. I know the fact that he's bringing a whole bunch of second-round drafted guys, undrafted guys to the Western Conference Finals, and that deserves a lot of praise. But we're talking about the .0001%. So, Key, I don't look at it as take it away from him. I look at it as to what he needs to add to his game to reach that upper pinnacle of how we look at the greatest not the greats, the greatest of the game. Because I do agree with Key, a lot. Like, and I was one of them. You want to start having him inch towards that. Now, he's still on his way, but there needs to be a commitment. And Key, I hear you what you say in the effort, but in order to have the effort, you need to have the conditioning. And that's a state of mind where you don't get tired. He's come he, away he with does. a bunch of steals, like you know, like Larry Bird used to. Do something. Do something on the defensive end. Jordan Poole had him. I mean, you talk about a cone. Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole made him look like too. a cone. Jordan Poole got hot in that second quarter. I don't know how many straight points he scored, but it felt like a lot. Will Colin Kaepernick be back in an NFL uniform this year? We're going to answer that next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This is going to be the first workout for Colin Kaepernick and an NFL team since he was exiled from the NFL after kneeling to protest racial injustice across the country. At the position specifically he plays, it kind of allows for that. I mean, there's... There are a ton of backup quarterbacks. They may be on rosters, but they haven't played in a game in, you know, three, four years. Uh, Correctional facilities. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, ESPN2. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. So, at long last, guys, Colin Kaepernick, after a half decade for not participating in a supposedly voluntary ceremony... What? Breaking no rules and clearly being one of the best 64 quarterbacks on earth, expressing the entire time a desire to compete at least for a spot, finally gets a workout with a team, and it is the Las Vegas Raiders. Here is head coach Josh McDaniels. We said it from day one that we would look at every opportunity, and, um, you know, he's – not the first player that we looked at, not the not the last one. So uh, there's going to be a lot of people that are going to come in and out of this building and, um, you know, have an opportunity to make an impression. And uh, like I said, the evaluations we make are, are kind of private for us. And, um, you know, if we make a decision to add somebody to the team, then then uh, then we'll do it. Do you have to give Derek a heads up and say, hey, going to bring him in for a workout? Is there any conversation there? I mean, I think Derek's pretty comfortable with where he's at. I think he knows who he is for us. I know he knows how I feel about him, how we feel about him. And I think he knows this is his football team and, um, you know, and, and he's working like it out of the field and he's leading the way that we want him to lead and he's doing all the right things. I couldn't ask more from, from Derek Carr and very pleased with what he's doing so far. Yeah, and that was head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, Josh McDaniels, there talking about, the Raiders situation at quarterback at Colin Kaepernick and, and Max and Jay, he is right. I mean, you're going to you're gonna turn over every single rock in every single day, week, month, 
You're going to check the waiver wire. That's what you do. You want to try to make your team better. And if Colin Kaepernick could certainly make the quarterback room better, they're going to sign him. When they sign him, who knows? They're not going to, if they may sign him today, they may sign him tomorrow. They may wait to see what OTAs look like at the end. Their backup quarterback situation, starting with Jared Stenham. They probably got about four guys that they're looking at. And now you look at the regular season coming up. He's not looking to be the starter. Okay, they just paid Carr a ton of money. It's Carr's team. They're simply looking at Kaepernick to make the room better. Can he help us? Is he better than the other guys that's out there in the National Football League that potentially could be backup quarterback in Las Vegas? Absolutely. I would probably say he's probably, right now, probably better than 98% of if not more than the backup quarterbacks on the two deep question in the National Football League. Question then. It is 2022. Wasn't that the case in 2021 and 2020 and 2019 yes. and 2018? Yes. Why now? Change. Why now? But you, but you also got to understand, though, Max, we're in a different situation, circumstance. Messages were hijacked. Hmm. People had their own agendas. And when you talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, for instance, Mark Davis went on record in saying that he gave the go-ahead to the last regime, which included John Gruden, mm. to go ahead, if they wanted to take a look at Kaepernick, to do it. Well, but, they yeah. didn't. Now, think about it. Think about that. Yeah, the we saw the emails from Gruden that were made public. So, so a couple of things. Fits. I want to jump here, guys. The pandemic, George Floyd, like there's been a lot that's transpired since Colin Kaepernick was exiled out of the league, right? So that in conjunction, Max, with what you said about the emails that were obtained, right, about the misogynistic, uh, the homophobic language used to disparage people by John Gruden. So I, a, key, a lot of it, the circumstances have drastically changed. There's already a history of the Raiders doing things that are a little bit defiant against the NFL. And the fact that Key brought up a point yesterday I thought was one of the best points, the community base that is around the Raiders, right, the Latino, the black base that follows the Raiders, for what cap represents, look, the football stuff would take care of itself. I personally think he is better than a lot of the quarter, backup quarterbacks I, I've heard last year on rosters, but the combination of both, I think it presents a unique opportunity for the Raiders to say we are going to say, hey, this is something that we would like to do if it fits football-wise So, us. Key, here's the, the next step of it, and you mentioned better than 98% of the backups. Muhammad Ali was drummed out of boxing, you know, and be, why was he really? Oh, he didn't accept induction into the armed forces? No, it's be, really because they were looking to get him once he changed his name from Cassius Clay to Muhammad Ali, right? They were looking to get him, and they got him, knocked him out of boxing for almost four years. Then the environment changed. The war in Vietnam started heading in another direction, and it became unpopular, and suddenly the environment was right to, to let him come back, basically. Kaepernick, similar. Oh, what is he protesting, blah, blah, blah. Oh, then we see George Floyd. We see what happened to our country, and we say, oh, wait a minute. There is something going on mm-hmm. here, right? A lot of people who weren't aware of it. Now Kaepernick has an opportunity to come back. Key, I'm not saying he's Muhammad Ali, but Ali's legend grew exponentially, as Jay would say once he successfully came back and reclaimed what was his, what do you think the odds are that Kaepernick can, at, at some point in his career, get back on an NFL foot, you know, football field 
as a quarterback. As a starter? As a quarter, like, you know, at some point get into a game and do his thing. Well, I, I don't think he'll ever be a starting quarterback unless somebody gets hurt on a team. I don't think anybody's going to sign him as a starting quarterback. I think what the Raiders are doing is the right thing. The Raiders' culture as a whole. Amy Trask, the first uh, female president, was hired by uh, Al Davis some time ago when they were the Oakland Raiders to join us later on in the show today. But when you think about the Raiders, they're always at the forefront. First team to hire an African-American head coach in Art Shell, not only once but twice. They don't mind bucking the system, so to speak, and going up against the other NFL owners that don't get in the line. This has to be a perfect situation. The Las Vegas Raiders are a perfect situation. The Pittsburgh Steelers was a perfect situation for a guy like Colin Kaepernick. Because of everything you mentioned, Max, what he brings to the table, who he is, and as far as his playing, look, Carr hasn't missed a whole lot of time in the National Football League, but he has missed some time. So it would be perfect for Kaepernick to get that job as a backup to all of a sudden becoming a starter if something was ever to happen to Derek Carr as an insurance policy. He is not looking to be a starter in the National Football League. What he is simply looking to do is get an opportunity to resume his playing career that was cut short because of a whole bunch of nonsense that we all know about now. Key, before you can know if you can capitalize in the room, you have to step your foot in the room, right? So this is Cap getting an opportunity if it pans out to step in the room. Once you're in the room, things happen. I mean, like, think about how random the sports world is. And this guy was a good friend of mine. Jeremy Lin. Anybody see Jeremy Lin coming? No, but sports is a a game that is a war of attrition. Guys naturally get hurt. Opportunities present themselves. All you can ask is if your cap is to be ready for your opportunity when it does present yourself, and if he capitalizes on it, then, yeah, you can hit lightning in the bottle. And and I think he will capitalize on it. You know, there's only a handful of teams around the National Football League that could handle Mm. this situation, bringing it into the community, not the locker room. Because every team team in the National Football League can handle – it in the locker room, meaning the players will accept it. They're rallying, they're cheering, they're excited about it. It's the community around that particular organization on whether or not they will be acceptable of someone like Kaepernick coming into the locker room, given the fact, or coming into the community, given the fact that there was so much disdain for him based on the narrative that was hijacked and the, the message that was hijacked in the narrative that was set about him as an individual. So that's the part that's going to be tricky. What teams outside the Raiders, if the Raiders decide that they don't want to sign him, what other teams will step up like the Raiders and give him an opportunity? Yeah, Key, uh, let's dig into that for a second because we are going to have Amy Trask on our show later on today. And I am curious, there's still a lot going on in our country, right? So, I mean, if it was the shooting that we had the other day, uh, in Texas, if it's all the follow-up after that with governors and conversations and a lot of things that have been uh, polarizing, like conversations with what we had in Buffalo, how do you think Amy Trask and the Raiders will handle things as they come up? And do you still think Cap will be that person that will be as uh, you know forefront 
of speaking up on those type of things, or do you think he'll take more of a back role? I mean, there's so much to dig into about how the organization handles it and what kind of mindset Cap brings into it and what conversations you have beforehand about will you be speaking out on a lot more things? Will you be taking hard stances? And how do we deal with that as an organization? Well, I think, first of all, when you talk about the Raiders and their organization, they've been under a lot of – I so to speak, stress, as you call it, over the last 12 months as an organization. So they certainly have had their troubles, whether it was Henry Ruggs' situation that he had to handle, whether it was the other kids' uh, situation, playing around with guns and threatening people on social media, or whether it was having the, the, the emails with their uh, uh, shamed coach in John Gruden, who was essentially removed of his duties. They've been through what you would call crisis management here over the last 12 months or so. They are now getting ready to embark on something else. Much like I mentioned yesterday, the Raiders fan base is different than other fan bases. Heavy Latino population, heavy African-American population. So, in other words, they get it. They understand what they're getting ready to go up against. Remember, Amy Trask, again, was the first female president of a professional team hired by the late Al Davis. They also hired the first African-American head coach in Art Shell. So this is nothing new to them. This is nothing new to them except when they wanted to do or when, when he gave full autonomy for the last regime to kick the tires and take a look at it, Max. They made the decision that that wasn't the avenue that they wanted to go down. Why is that? You have to think. You have to connect the dots. Who was in charge? What was going on there? You know, now with Josh McDaniels kind of in charge, it's a different situation. Josh McDaniels comes from a tree of Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick gives everybody the opportunities, okay? So he learns from that alone. No matter what the situation is, no matter who he was aligned with in the past, it does not matter because he has always given somebody an opportunity to succeed. So I can see where Josh McDaniels picks that up from and say, all I care about is somebody helping me win a damn football game. I want to circle back to something that Jay brought up, Key. Like, because it seems to me your point is, okay, so this organization can handle it. What about the community? And you say maybe this fan base can also handle it. I look at Seattle. I look at San Francisco. If they part with Jimmy G, they need a backup, right? I look at different towns that could handle yes, it. Yes, absolutely. Right? That's what I said. Yep, and, the community. Yeah. And, and, but what you brought up is interesting to me, Jay, in that a lot of our uh, division in this country right now can be seen along the following lines because as you can see the voting breaks down racially along racial lines very clearly when I was a little kid they used to talk about I'm 48 they used to talk about when the browning they used to call of America is going to occur when there are more non-white babies born given demographic patterns than white babies born in the United States right and it was supposed to be right around now and by the way it is right like Mm. where the the plurality is still white meaning it's more white babies born than any other ethnic group or racial group, but it's no longer the majority. It's no longer 51%. That's happening right about now, as people predicted. What was going to happen to our politics at that point? Well, there's this revanchist from a lot of white people in the country, meaning revanch, revanchism, I want to take back what was mine, trying to roll back civil rights, basically, right? And a lot of our division can be understood along those lines on a host of issues. If you see what's really going on here, oh, people saying, no, no, we like being entrenched in power, even if the demographics don't favor us anymore. What that means is I would expect Colin Kaepernick 
to be vocal, or at least he's going to behave in such a way that will draw attention mm-hmm. to, some, to these issues. So any town, to me, should be ready for that because that's what he's shown so far. And, those, and that big issue isn't going anywhere. Max? Can Vegas handle it? Seattle, I say yes. Uh, San Francisco, maybe New York. What's up, Key? I was going to say what I just said, Max, because when you said they should be able to, I'm like, Max, yes, but you know they're not. You just know they're not. Certain places. Some places, it, it yes. Just, some places, it, it's no. It's just not going to happen. And, but right. that's also it's the just point. not going to happen. I think that's also the point, Key, for even the places that we made mention of, right? Um, you handle that. Like, to what extent can you handle that as an organization or a community? Like, how, how often is that happening? And how often are you as an organization willing for your backup quarterback to be heard exponentially more than your starting quarterback on a lot of social issues. That's well, it just, it, again, like Max was mentioning, there's certain, I, I'd say community, Max, say city, same thing, towns that are willing to embrace because they have in the past, whether it was a Seattle or San Francisco, whether it's, 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 well, it could be Oakland Raiders, but Las Vegas Raiders, the, the certain situations, regions handle it differently. And they're willing to accept certain things because they know how to handle what comes with all that people want to make it out to be. And there's other situations in uh, towns, cities, regions where other things with other players, they're custom, they're okay with that sort of behavior. They're willing to accept that and sign certain people because for whatever reason, that culture is acceptable in that particular city, region, where in other places, it's like, no, we're not touching that. And that is what Kaepernick has been up against. If you look at it, you think about what Mark Davis said. Mark Davis said, man, I encouraged my last staff to kick the tires if so be, if that's what they wanted to do. If they really wanted to do that, why would he say that? What is he saying that for? Because he knew that he wanted to get this dude on his team, but the coaches and the people in the front office didn't want to do it. So, therefore, he took a step back. Now Josh McDaniels and him came up and said together, oh, let's bring him in. Sure, go right ahead. I'll sign off on it. That's what you want to do. I'm all for it. That's what you need for him to get back into the National Football League, opposed to what was going on six years ago where he couldn't sniff an opportunity to get into a an organization now it looks different. Key, it just makes it, it makes it feel as if the margin of error is so much slighter for somebody that is heard so much as Cap. Whereas if somebody who isn't heard as much, you can kind of roll under the radar. Yeah. So that they could always use a distraction excuse. That's, well, that's it's too much saying. of a distraction for the backup. But but on the other hand, Key's point I think is a very good one. Who is in positions of power yes. and are, are their hearts in the right place? So if, if, look, if the owner, if Mark Davis says, yeah, if you guys want to kick the tires on Kaepernick and John Gruden just doesn't want to, they ain't going to kick the tires on Kaepernick. But if Josh McDaniels does, then they will. If, if uh, Flores gets fired and he's looking for a play, and Mike yeah. Tomlin says, uh-uh-uh, this dude's not going to be unemployed in a league where I'm yeah, a head I got, coach. I got him. I got him. I got him. Right. That's yeah. my it guy. I got him. It's Pittsburgh. We cool with that. Whereas well, other organizations and other 
situations across the country and regions. Like, ah, I'm not touching that. Just takes a very steadfast individual if the volume of things start to occur and you're answering more questions about cap than you are about your team or the nuances of you win and loss. Yeah, in other but words, if, you're, say, though, if, if your production... I, 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 I hear what you're saying, Key. I recognize I think, it, and I know the position. I'm just, I also know how other people are going to look at it, too. No, but Jay, Jay, here's what I would say. When Kaepernick is signed with a team, that story is going to last a couple weeks, and it's going to go away. Oh, I don't think that's going to go away. It's going to go away. I don't it's think gonna it's going to go away, bro. It's going to last a couple weeks. And it'll go away. But what about when something pops off in this country as it always does, Key? Yep. And well, Colin course. Kaepernick and then, has and something to say gonna, about and it. And then Kaepernick is going to be what Kaepernick is supposed to be. But by then, the organization and the community is on board by then. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a story when he signs for several weeks, no question about it. So, it comes up again if he has to play in a game I, or if something happened, like you said, Max, in this country. But it'll go away because – People realize it's like I was having a conversation with you about KD. At some point, you're gonna have to give up. You ain't gonna be able to just keep doing this. If and he produces, but to- I think key Jay's point is if you have if you're a backup already, your production's kind of marginal, right? Or else you'd be a starter. So if the if at a certain point the amount of attention brought on the team for things other than football is such that. The team feels like, I don't know if we can justify this given the production of the player. So there's less room. Is that what you mean by yes. less of a margin for error, Jay? But they're never he has gonna, to but, keep producing but it. They're not, but they're not going to sign him, Max. Uh, they already know. When, you, when he comes into the room, we already know what the situation is going to be. We're not going to sign him if all of a sudden something comes up and Kaepernick uh, protests or speaks out about it because he believes in something, now we yeah. we got an issue. Yeah, you got to be ready for that. We Hennessey. already know that. We ready know for that it going at a in. High level, though, because even like the conversation yesterday about whether the officers, you know, were holding the parents back, whether they wanted to go inside in Texas, like those are things like where if somebody like Colin Kaepernick gets engaged off social media, like that. We that's already, but we already know Jay what that is. I, I hear you though, Key. We I, wouldn't I, sign him if we wasn't comfortable. In that situation. All I'm saying is some people sign up for stuff thinking they know where it is until they're in it. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. We're going to be talking more about this in the days and weeks ahead. What do your home and auto have in common? They're yours, and Progressive protects them both. Bundle today at Progressive.com. Will this NBA championship be Steph's most important? Keyshawn J. Willemax, the podcast. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.